world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. And secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. We have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it, by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver, and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor, and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900, or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. Live. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you are in the world. This is everybody's favorite new show on the Red Pill Project. Morning, Quaffy with Andrea and Vince. My name is Vince Tagliavia. I am here with my uh, partner in truth, Andrea. Andrea, good morning. How you doing? Good morning. I'm well. I have a pretty good morning so far, so can't complain too much. Too got my got my coffee. Hope you guys got your coffee as well. We're gonna get going. What we do on this show is we talk about the news and events of the world while we enjoy our morning beverage. Hopefully, usually coffee with ample amounts of caffeine to give us a kickstart to our day, and uh, we just talk about the things in the world that really matter. Uh, we talk about the news and events, what's happening, finance, U.S. news, world news, World War Three, all these types of things. Even science and health comes into it because it's a lot. A lot of the narrative revolves around this stuff, and uh, it's a great time. Thank you for joining us. It's Thursday, July fourteenth, twenty twenty-two. Another beautiful day to be alive. One more day until tomorrow's episode, which is uh, <laughs> Friday's episode. Always has the Friday funnies where we uh, let loose a little bit. We talk about the funny stuff. We show you the memes and the stuff and the things, and we have a great old time. So tune in on Friday morning for that. Which will be followed by Fringe Conversations on the Fringe with Joshua Reed, which is always a blast, and then our bonus show Conversations or uh, Fringe After Dark for members of the Social Red Pill. Um, Jenica, 
over there on DLive is celebrating an 11 month sub streak. Holy mackerel. Wow. Congratulations, Jenica. Whoa. And thank you for your support for all of this time. That's pretty rad. Thank you, Jenica. Jenica has made me laugh probably more than oh. any other Red Pill family member. She's so funny. <laughs> Jenica is freaking hilarious. <laughs> we love her. We do. Thank you, Jenica. Good to see you this morning. Yes. And uh, good morning, everyone else. Uh, Dem to turn red says, uh, Andrea, you look great this morning. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> I have this giant mosquito bite on my chin that is a little, a little um, irritating, but other than that, I, you know. Uh, <laughs> ooh, never mind that. Stupid bugs. You it's know. not my fault. I know. I'm like, it's terrible, but whatever. But thank you. I appreciate the compliment. What a nice gentleman. Yeah. Um, you guys... The world's gone to shit. We all are aware of it, but we have to try to stay positive and stay on the right path. Um, I saw somebody talking about uh, one of the programs on our podcast, and they said, you know, why are you guys regurgitating? I'm paraphrasing. Why do you guys regurgitate the same Mockingbird Media talking points? And I wanted to kind of respond. I mean... We don't create the news, we just report on it. Yeah, we're reporting on the news. Yes, we look at all sources, but we look at it from an objective standpoint. We might read an article from CNN, which we typically don't, but let's just say I wanted to because um, there's a few benefits to that. Number one, it's not, everything on the news isn't fake, okay? That's just... The there, truth. you know, even in and, CNN and stuff like that, there's bits and pieces of truth in there. Yes, you could go back to the source and find where they're getting that story from. Majority of the time, do they biasly twist it and almost completely turn it into 360 and and really uh, work on the brainwashing machine, which is the Mockingbird Media, and to trick people? Yes, but. Um, the way that information is disseminated so quickly in today's day and age is through all of these news organizations. We do do our due diligence to pick the most reliable and truthful and good-intentioned websites as we can. Could we be deceived from time to time? Maybe. Um, but the point of it is to disseminate all the information to come up with the closest thing to the truth that we can. Uh, I think that's an important thing to realize. If we ignored all news as just fake news, we would be completely in the dark, yep. and it would be um, counterproductive. So I'm, I'm well, having a hard time understanding the uh, gripe there. There's also something that I want to add too. Um, it doesn't matter where you're go where you go, you're gonna get bias in mm. news. There is no such thing as just straight pure facts anymore. And the reason is, is because if there's, with the, with, when Obama allowed propaganda to be used in our news, and yeah. he, it used to be illegal. It, you used to not be able to do that. You, all you could do is present the facts as they were and let the people decide for themselves. Obama did away with all of that. And I can't remember what the act was called, but he did away with all of that. And so ever since then, of course, that's when our news and media was weaponized against us. And so when what you're getting is a little bit of facts and a whole lot of bias, all you're able to do is interpret those facts the best you can. 
So even in a show like this, you're going to have media bias. You're going to get, and I don't pretend that it's anything other than what it is, right? Like I am honest and open and tell you, you're going to get my opinion on this. This is my opinion. Everybody may have a different opinion. If you read the same story I do, you may have a different take on it. Totally. Vince um, isn't always going to agree with every all of my opinions on stuff. I'm not going to agree with all it, and that's okay. Because we're putting the information out there, and it, honestly, it's for you to decide how you feel about it yeah. and how you want to interpret it. And this is why we source all of this stuff, and we put them out there, put the articles out there so that you guys can read the articles for yourself and determine your truth. Absolutely. Um, Unfortunately, that's the way that things, the news and the media work in this day and age. So we try to present things in a manner that is as factual as we can get it, like Vince mm-hmm. said. But you're still going to have that bias no matter where you go. I don't care if it's Fox News. I don't care if it's CNN. No. I don't care if it's a podcaster on the Internet. What you're getting is somebody's opinion. Yeah. And based with- on what they read. With the major networks like Fox and CNN and, and MSDNC, they are the most biased, crooked ones yeah. out there. I mean, look at the day after the election. You had Fox News, CNN, all of these news agencies reporting mm-hmm. on the the big lie and stolen election without hesitation. It's just a disaster. So, obviously, when things don't go the right way, well, not even not going the right way. Let me rephrase this. When things are... Um, obviously fiction that is being reported by the news we generally pick it up right away and understand the truth of the matter um by looking at the big picture and using critical thinking so that's the point is to be able to understand what's going on based on the real information that's out there the source information um gathering that requires a lot of people working together at once to put it into a space where we could all go there and find it, which is all these different news organizations. A lot of them uh, doing their job to get all the information in one place. Anyway, that's kind of a tangent, but it was just something I wanted to bring up because uh, I don't know. It's a good point because it's important for for everybody to understand, especially if you're new here, that you know what we're reporting on is what's in the news cycle we're not creating the news we're not um what you would consider investigative journalists right we're not going out there researching this stuff and digging into it and not out there on the streets gathering these stories right no um we're we're reporting on we're doing all of the work of looking at the different news outlets and the different stories that are coming about and presenting Mm -hmm. them to you in a show that's you know, relevant to what's going on in the world today so that you don't have to filter through a hundred different news sources. Right. You know, that's really kind of the benefit of doing what we do. Right? Absolutely. Making but the news. The, the good journalists out there that are on the front lines, if you will, gathering information and really getting the stories and finding the information at their source, we will report on that stuff and help yeah. them get their reporting um, seen. Exactly. Um, yeah. That stuff is really powerful. So power to those people who are out there actually traveling around or in their communities or wherever. With well, a, and that's a dangerous job. Yeah, <laughs> with a camera and with a mic, live streaming, writing articles. Just yeah, like Andy No in mm, Portland. Yeah, you know, he, does a lot, he does a ton of stuff, and he's been just absolutely crucified by the left. And the funny thing is, is that he's a self-identified liberal. Uh, isn't he gay too? They don't like him because he's gay. I yeah. think. 
Oh, is that what it is? I thought that he was liberal. I don't know. Maybe it is because... But yes, he is gay. I don't think he's liberal. Oh, maybe he was, but... they. He might have been. Yeah, he may have been at one point in time. I think he used to be, but maybe he's not anymore. Maybe he was I mean, always he just... I don't know his story, but maybe he it was. Maybe it's the case we see with a lot of people where they're somewhere center, center left, center right, and now the whole the whole scale's been absolutely thrashed and stretched and twisted. So who knows what anybody is anymore? Anyway, I know it's hard to say. I wanted, it's crazy. Um, there's a lot of mental gymnastics that we have to do with the state of the world and all of this news coming out. And let's face it, the collapse of the economy, the um, collapse of governments around the world. The fake news being bombarded to the masses and our loved ones being tricked and radicalization on the left and the right. Let's not prepare. Let's not pretend there's not radicals on the right, on the far right. There's radicals everywhere. But yeah. we live amongst these people, and I think there's a lot of hatred that's bred into everybody. Um, and I found a quote, and a lot of times when. A lot of times I go to uh, philosophy and these kinds of things in order to, to understand the world better and see what's been written in the past and this kind of stuff. And I thought this quote would be really great to discuss before we get into it. Um, I would love to hear your thoughts on this, Andrea, and uh, everyone else as well. Um, remember, if you guys want to comment on this stuff, you can leave comments on Rumble and we can go back and visit those. We do go back and uh, read those and reply. So feel free to respond on these things and all, and we'll look at that. All right, so this is a quote by Marcus Aurelius just after, uh, it's like 100 AD or something. It's like That's not the exact date, but somewhere around there. He says, quote, When you first rise in the morning, tell yourself, I will encounter busybodies, ingrates, egomancies, liars, the jealous and cranks. They are all stricken with these afflictions because they don't know the difference between good and evil. Because I have understood the beauty of good and the ugliness, ugliness of evil, I know that these wrongdoers are still akin to me and that none can do me harm or implicate me in, in ugliness, nor can I be angry at my relatives or hate them, for we are made for cooperation." You know, I actually read that to my son this morning. Oh, really? Um, yeah, because I think it's a fantastic quote. You know, you do have to tell yourself that. And it basically, to kind of sum it up, is that you don't have to let people, people's attitudes affect how you live your life and your attitude. Yeah. And that's, you know, because, and we need to learn to cooperate with everyone. And the problem is, is that in our society, there's been a wedge driven between us and everybody has gone so far in both directions that there's no it's hard to say if if there's any coming back to that middle right because there's got to be um compromise on both sides but there is you we're all a combination of good and evil there isn't a human being out there that can say that they've never done evil or thought evil you know and so to be able to recognize that in yourself is, I think, a true level of truth, right? Um, and what you choose to do with that evil determines, I think, what kind of person you are. 
you can have evil thoughts, right? That doesn't mean you act on them. No, you joke. Uh, about, I, I joke about them. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> <laughs> I do. People look at me and they're like, you're sick. And I'm like, and I, I wouldn't actually do that. Like, That's dark. It's like, yeah, because I'm trying to stay sane over here. Just acknowledging the evil, okay? Yeah, and so there's a lot of darkness and stuff. And when you can peer into the darkness without fear, yeah. And know that you're shining a light into that darkness. That's where we all need to be. There are way too many people who are like, oh, that darkness is scary. I don't want to look in there. But if we remember that we're the light shining into that darkness, maybe it's a little less scary for somebody. Yeah. And everybody's on their own path. Yeah. People may not be as on such of a good path as others. And uh, one thing that I love is sometimes I get in a mindset where I'm having, I decide I'm going to have a great day no matter what, and something shitty comes up, and mm-hmm. I'm just like, it's outside of my re- reality. I don't let it phase me, and I kind of live the example of I'm not letting that ruin my day. And it's yeah. confusing to sometimes to people, like, and they mm-hmm. kind of, People will, people will follow. People will be like, "Okay, we're not being bitches today. We're gonna have a good day. All right, fine. Look at them. They're doing it. Let's join them. Yeah. Fuck it." And uh, I think that is kind of the way people need to be. Live by example. I'm not saying every day it's gonna be a good day. That's not realistic. Right. I have shitty right. days. I go through my ups and downs. I have bad days. Some days I'm an asshole. Some days I'm not. Blah blah blah. More days I'm probably an asshole. But. Um, I think living by example and not feeling hate towards even the most misguided or people on a totally different level than us uh, is important. We need to show love for our neighbors, whether that be literally our neighbors, people around the world who are trying to find their way, our family members, whoever. We need to... uh, and it's, and it's hard to do that sometimes, you know, um, choosing to love somebody that hates you, it, it's a really hard thing to do. Oh, but, yeah, you know, it, it's kind of like a smile. So one of the things that when I grew up, there wasn't much in the way of good advice that my grandparents gave me. But one thing that one of my grandmothers told me was if you see somebody on the street, you smile at them. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what kind of mood you're in. It doesn't matter how you feel. You smile at them. And because you never know what situation they're in and how much that simple act of a smile can improve somebody's day. And so I took that to heart and I always do, even to this day, it's part of the reason why I never wear a mask. And I think that they, I think that that's part of the reason why you see these mask mandates. They know that it does nothing for health. They wanted to hide people's smiles because a smile is a form of communication that says, I recognize that you're just as human as I am and I choose to love you anyway. In my opinion, you know, because when it comes to strangers, I can't tell you how many times I somebody has randomly smiled at me and it's just perked me up just enough to pull me out of whatever funk I might have been in or whatever bad mood I might have been in at that moment. You know, so when it says here we are made for cooperation, that is a hundred percent true. And that smile is an acknowledgement of that cooperation, in my opinion. Yeah. 
So, uh, really great, really great quote. Yeah. Uh, I, I agree. I loved it. That's why I wanted to share it. Hope you all liked it. Um, a little bit of philosophy, I guess, to start our mornings off morning. Yeah. And, uh, something to think about. Definitely. I mean, there's a lot of ways you could take and disseminate something like this and yeah. Um, you know, you would look at it from a lot of different angles. That's just one of the angles that I kind of looked at it from my perspective this morning. And especially when talking to my kid, cause I like, I like to take things like this and share it with him and give him a different perspective on, on how to think about something. Cause you know, it's frustrating being a kid in this day and age, right? Like I, I feel I for him. The bet. world is a crazy place, and being a kid is already hard enough as it is. Yeah. And then you add all of this chaos and mess on top of it, and it's got to be even worse. You know, oh, yeah. I legitimately feel for him, um, and all of our children that are out there that are trying to make sense of this. So, yeah, I thought my childhood was hard, but you're absolutely right. Um, I, I can't imagine trying to be a child and deal with this. Like it's hard enough to deal with as an adult. I can't imagine trying to deal with it as a child. Oh yeah. So, um, um, the cool thing about this quote, Marcus Aurelius ruled during a time of peace. Um, and, uh, maybe if we bring this mindset back, we could have another age of peace here. I think we will. I think that we're going to find that balance. And I think that we're going to come to, um, that point where, where we get there. People are going to be tired of the fighting. At some point people got to get tired of it, right? You can't keep you can't keep this going. Yeah, I, I hope so. Um, anyway, let's talk about the news. We have finance happening. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> right, it's happening. Um, finance happens. <laughs> terrible. <laughs> I guess the economy is somehow still going. Um, yesterday we had the CPI data come out. wasn't great. The economy sputtered. Today it continues to fall. Um, banks are having their uh, earnings and whatnot. So uh, based on the weak bank results this morning and the inflation data, the Dow fell this morning and all stocks are kind of tumbling as uh, this news from yesterday and today is uh, not helping the situation, I'll tell you that right now. So uh, the market's not looking good. Let's just look at the numbers real quick. For those of you who like the numbers, like me, uh, the S&P 500 uh, is down 1.3%. Dow is down 1.4%. NASDAQ's down 1.1%, estimations. Right across the board. Gold is down to seventeen hundred and four dollars. Wow. Holy crap. Silver's down to eighteen dollars twenty three cents, down five percent today. Um Bitcoin's at twenty thousand one hundred and forty seven. Okay. And okay. You know, I think what we're gonna see happen is kind of what we've seen happening all along is that as we come towards the end of the week, right, we see this cascade falling in we next week things are going to go up just a little bit like news is going to come out the feds are going to react in some way things are going to go up a slight a little bit but it, it's still this uh one step forward two steps back like we're still in this downward incline but they they manipulate it by oh well we gotta bring it up just a little bit 
so we can drop it again. And yeah, you can, all you have to do is look at this, a six month chart. It shows you the downward decline and it really, yeah, you know, S and P 500 chart. Yeah. I mean, it went back up a little bit in April, right? Like it climbed a little bit, but for the most part, it's still that downward trend. Yeah. March it climbed. Yeah. So March into April, it climbed and then it started on its yeah. downward decline again. Um, so these, these inclines that we're seeing aren't lasting long no. and we're still in this downward inclining trend. So sure. I think everything is going to, yeah. Man. If you just look at the one year chart, you can see where we were at the beginning of 2022 and the steady decline. Absolutely. Um, as you all know, we tell you all the time, if you're interested in gold and silver um, and this type of thing with, you know, rolling over your 401ks or these uh, types of investments that you may have, we have somebody who could help you with that. You can get a free consultation from Dr. Kirk Elliott um, by going to getgoldtoday.com, get a free consultation, see what they could do for you, whether you want to just buy some bullion, get sent to your house, hold on to your wealth, that's great, or you want to do a rollover of some sort, they could help you understand that process and everything that goes into it and their recommendations, um, largely revolving around um, physical assets like gold and silver and metals. Um, right now, silver's the hot ticket. Look at the prices um, <laughs> and then look at the stock market. Um, protect <laughs> your wealth, diversify, do the right thing, find somebody who could help you with it. We offer you Dr. Kirk Elliott. It helps you put, put you in a good spot, but it also helps the Red Pill Project as well. So thank you all for who utilize the sponsors. We've got a lot of great feedback from people who are working with Dr. Kirk Elliott and his team. So thank you all. Uh, check it out. Getgoldtoday.com. Definitely yeah. a wise move in these troubling and, times. Yeah. If you want to leave any feedback regarding your, you know, your experience with any of our sponsors, you know, feel free to reach out, send any of us a message. Yeah, you actually, know, if you do use them, please absolutely let us know. Any of them. Yeah, uh, definitely. Yeah. It, it helps us know, you know, is there something that we can improve on? Or is there something that we're doing really great that, you know, maybe we just want to give be able to give feedback to them and say, hey, you know, we're getting a lot of really good feedback from you guys. And it helps yeah. them, too. Yeah. And uh, it's, these are big deals, too. All right. Um, these types of decisions are huge. So. Let us know if you pull the trigger on anything, or even if you're preparing with My Patriot Supply, these types of things. Let us know uh, your journey, and uh, let us know if you work with Dr. Kirk. Yeah, definitely. We appreciate it and hope everybody is doing well out there. That's all we have for the U.S., uh, I mean, the finance yeah. section, because... You know, we got a lot of other stuff to cover. That's the, that's the nitty-gritty of it. That's what's happening. The big... Uh, that's the big points of today. The bank data is really the main feature of today, which was garbage, which is why we see this continuation of the great, greater depression. Yeah. Yep. The recession is heading into a depression. That's what I've started referring to it as. I'm like, we're, we're in that recession now. You know, if you, people who are saying, no, no, okay. Why don't you take a look at things? <laughs> Pay attention. Maybe pull your head out of the sand. I mean. Yeah. Amen. Crazy time. All right. 
Want to take it away with a little bit of U.S. news? Sure. Let's get into it. Let's do it. The, oh. uh, this one is terrible. Yeah, go for it. Um, the House Judiciary Committee, Dems, vote unanimously to block a measure that would have increased penalties for child sex traffickers. That's right. On Wednesday, Democrats on the House Judiciary Committee blocked a measure that would have increased the criminal punishment for child sex traffickers. The amendment, which was introduced this month by Texas Rep. Chip Roy, Republican, would have lengthened the minimum sentencing for those who have been convicted of trafficking children by force, fraud, or coercion, raising the minimum punishment from 10 to 15 years, 10 to 15 years, to a minimum of 15 to 20 years, depending on the offense. Measure also would have increased the maximum penalties for the heinous crime by an additional five years. However, thanks to the House Judiciary Democrats who voted unanimously to shoot down the legislation, sex traffickers will continue to get less lesser punishment than they rightfully deserve. Something the radical left seems to be overwhelmingly in favor of, especially among the leadership. Just as Katanji Brown Jackson, the newest member of the U.S. Supreme Court who routinely let child sex offenders and child pornographers off the hook, with the severely reduced sentences throughout her career as U.S. District Court judge. In one case, she provided, presided over, she literally apologized for giving a three-month slap on the wrist sentence to a pervert convicted of possessing hundreds of files of child porn. Now she resides on the highest court. In the so this is just one of those things you can tell. Um, and in here, it, it gives you, I'm not going to go through it, but it does give you a list of the Democrats who unanimously cool. killed that bill. Why are they? Um, they're so soft on crime, especially these crimes against well, children. It's so disgusting. And right? then we see day after day more and more Democrats and Republicans being convicted or being found out that they're pedophiles and perverts. That's why they're soft on these crimes, people. They're protecting you know, each other because they know they're all complicit, just like Creepy Joe, Hunter Biden, all these creeps. Maxwell, yeah. let's not forget what's going on. Well, and that's a lot of why. So this is what Rep. Roy had to say. It's like two sentences. It says, I mean, as a father of two, as a former prosecutor, it defies all belief, all common sense that you would say that someone who traffics a child in the sex industry actually puts a child into that environment for that child to be sexually abused, that that individual should not have a minimum sentence for 15 years. And he's absolutely 100% right. It just absolutely defies logic. But then, you know, we also have to remember that when it comes to like Epstein and Ghislaine Maxwell and the people that are on that list that haven't been released are most likely all of the people that voted no against this. I mean, because why else would you vote no on something like that? You know, this just goes to show the level of America last. They don't give a crap about Americans. They don't give a crap about law and order. They don't give a crap about the Constitution. They're trying to actively destroy this country. And they're using criminals as a weapon to do that. It's one, it's one of their tools that they have at their disposal. Yeah, for sure. You know, and it's sickening. It's absolutely disgusting. Uh, I have a story from the PNW, Pacific Northwest, over here by yours truly. Oh, my God. Oh my. Kevin. There's Kevin. Fuck. Jenica, who was looking for him. Oh, my God. 
She's like, I haven't seen Kevin in a while. He's, <laughs> there he is. He, while well, he's been just absolutely bolting around. He, <laughs> usually I'm up a little bit earlier to play with him. Motherfucker. <laughs> um, Biden may choose salmon above Americans, which will jeopardize power supplies. Uh, in the Pacific Northwest. The plan would be incorporated into an infrastructure package proposed by President Joe Biden this year. The Biden Biden administration continues its ridiculous push for climate change reform, this time choosing salmon over you, and still reducing green energy output. This week, the National, National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration recommended breaching dams on Snake River to ensure the survival of endangered salmon. The move would most likely jeopardize power supplies in the Pacific Northwest and worsen the supply chain crisis. <sighs> Fuck. They don't care about you. Yeah, so basically the idea is take out these energy-creating dams in order for the salmon to be able to go up river and breed and this kind of thing. Well, they're not going to actually take out the dams. What they're going to do is they're going to create a channel around the dam to divert the water, so that the, which, of course, decreases the um, amount of water. It goes through the dam. It okay. creates the energy. So they'll create. So they're not actually taking out the dam, but they're creating a channel around it, which. Like a salmon ladder. That would be. Um, well, it. no. So the, with the salmon ladders, those actually go through the dam, and that's what they don't like. They don't like the salmon ladders, so they're they're Why? set up. These dams are set up for anybody that doesn't know to allow fish to get through them because you do have migratory fish like salmon. Um, they aren't fast enough for the, them. And it says that it puts a strain on the salmon for them to have to use that. And so what they want to do is they want to channel around the dams. So basically create a secondary river channel, which of course is going to drain water away from the dam, lowering your output <laughs> of energy. Because the less water that goes through that dam, the less energy it creates. Idiots. So, let's save the fish, but who gives a shit about people? Yeah. Oh, my God. Terrible. They're trying to destroy the infrastructure, clearly. They are. 100%. And it's, you know, this is one of the greenest forms of energy you can have. Like, it's hydroelectric. Yeah. There is no... It, it's right up there with wind and solar. Right? And... So they don't care about green energy. What they care about is destroying infrastructure. Absolutely. Terrible. They should not be doing this stuff, but... No. And then we've got this. They should never know peace again. Harvard instructor calls for people to accost justices in public. Uh, so, so we've got this Alejandra Caraballo who sent out this tweet. It says the six justices who overturned Roe should never know peace again. It is our civic duty to accost them every time they are in public. They are pariahs. Since women don't have their rights, these justices should never have a peaceful moment in public again. They're coming for contraception, same-sex marriage, and the ability to criminalize LGBTQ people again. May those justices feel the unease, insecurity, and anxiety they seek to inflict on us. And so, you know, you know what this reminded me of? 
a Q what? post. Oh, really? This says they won't. There will come a time when they won't be able to walk down the street. Yeah. And I'm like, there was nothing in there that said it was going to be the cabal or the deep state. Oh, yeah, that's true. The bad guys that weren't going to be. What if? I mean, the, like, these cuposts are open to interpretation, right? Sure. And I'm certainly no decoder. Um, I don't know that much about them. But mm. it just it made me think of that reference. Yeah. I'm like, that's what they're calling for, is they're calling for the continual harassment of these poor justices, which is illegal according to U.S. code. And our U.S. government is not doing anything to stop those lawbreakers from doing this. Yeah. Because they don't care about law and order. You have a but point. It, just, it certainly is a double-edged sword. It could be happening yeah. on both sides. It definitely could. And so, you know, just keep that in mind when, you know, I know people look at this stuff and they want to take the, the rosy side of things, right? Like, oh, they're going to get theirs. But remember, it can go both ways. It's, this is not a one-way road. It's a two-way street. Absolutely. And so and it's sickening. And I, you know, in all honesty, I fear for these justices. We already saw an attempted murder. Yeah, exactly. And our government did what about it? Nothing. Nothing. They didn't even try to investigate it. Well, they probably probably are involved in it. They might be involved in it. Who knows? Just a thought. I don't know, you guys. Just saying they might be. Might be. Okay? Might. Maybe. Possibly. Um, We don't know. This was an interesting story about Donald J. Trump that I wanted to take a quick look at. Insider Paper tweeted, Donald Trump is set to return to Washington, D.C. later this month for the first time since leaving office, Axios reported. Update, Trump visit will reportedly be centered around a July 26th American First Policy Institute event where he will deliver a keynote address. That's interesting. Yeah. Um, Very interesting. This seems like a big deal to me. I look forward to it. What are your thoughts? It does seem... Yeah, I I think I would agree with that. You know, I think it's interesting. Um, I mean, obviously, it's a private event. has nothing to do with government, assumably. Um, But... yeah, I you know because the America First Policy Institute, right? Yeah. So it's an institution of some sort. I don't know a whole lot about it or what they do. Yeah, so I'd have to dig into it to kind of look at them. But um, I have a hard time believing that anybody in government would allow Donald Trump in to do anything or be a keynote speaker. <laughs> so, which leads me to believe this is a private event. Um, that does not mean that it's not important and it doesn't mean that it's not relevant um so we'll see what's what he says yeah i mean we're just gonna kind of wait and see it's july 26 which is you know about 12 days away so about two weeks yep and i do want to kind of go back to what you said a second ago when you were like people want to focus on the rosy things and kind of the hopium and you know all this stuff which is fine maybe there's some truth to that but um with the way and i think josh kind of agrees with this i think andrea and i are kind of on this same page or at least you know 
close to the same page. And it's that I think some things are blown a little out of proportion when it comes to the current situation of the world, especially as it comes to Donald Trump and this type of thing. I saw, uh, I retweeted this this morning because it kind of highlighted this and it's just starting. I was just like, man, I'm not going to let this one slide. I'm just going to retweet it. I'm going to put my thoughts in and not to call this person out. I'm it's like, whatever, everyone's entitled to their own opinion and stuff, but I'm going to respond. They said, they tweeted out a Q post 2832. And they said that we are the news now Q that's the post. And they said, um, President Donald J. Trump is commander-in-chief of the entire world. News everyone needs to know. And I'm thinking to myself, how? How? How is he the commander-in-chief of the world? Is this some kind of metaphor? Because he's not. Um, and so I said... We don't have a one-world government currently, so he is not the leader of the whole world. Yeah. And... I, if I could just share my response real quick, and then I'll get your thoughts. I said... Um, Donald Trump has influenced the world beyond what most understand, I believe. However, it's apparent that he's not the commander-in-chief of the world. Let's be real. And I said, I would appreciate any uh, some more information if I'm missing something. And um, the only thing I could think of is when he went and talked to all the countries while he was still president. And mm -hmm. that being probably a lot of influence that he's had with maybe what's still occurring today. Um, what are your thoughts? You know, I do think Donald Trump had a lot of influence on world leaders, and I think he did a lot of good things for the world. Um, and maybe he made deals, maybe he didn't. Um, I tend to believe that he knew what was going to happen, he knew what was coming, and he put safeguards in place for some of those things. Um, this is a battle, you know. Um, it's a war. Yeah. And so I do think that... <clears throat> Um, he did a lot of things. I don't believe he's the commander-in-chief of the world. He's not even the commander-in-chief of the U.S. Because even if he won the, you know, we know that he won the, the election. Joe Biden was is illegitimate when it comes to that. But the truth of the matter is, is that Joe Biden is the one who was inaugurated. Yeah. And so Joe Biden is the president of the United States. Whether legitimate or illegitimate, he is the president of the United States because he was the one that was inaugurated. He wasn't elected, but he was inaugurated. And that's the thing that makes the difference there. Um, so we have to look at things from a, a realistic standpoint and a common sense standpoint. Yeah. And we can hope all we want, but when it, it kind of irritates me when people are out there and they're like, well, Donald Trump is the president. I'm like, no, Donald Trump is not the president. Right. And there's I wish Donald Trump was the president, but he wasn't inaugurated into that position. So Yeah, and it, it really does a disservice to the truth. And it does a disservice yeah. to people where they do find truth, um, somewhere along the same path at which these grandiose um opinions we, come out of. Right. And we all tend to get lumped into the same basket, which is unfair. Because I tend to take a very common sense, straightforward way of viewing this. Like I, I'm a realist. I'm not. I'm not this daydreamer. Um, you know, hopium spewing. Everything's gonna be okay. Yeah, there's a you danger know? to this. 
There is. And when when you're spewing that kind of rhetoric, then you're just as dangerous as those that are pushing for civil war, you, right? You become or complacent. Revolutionary war. You become complacent and, thinking that, oh, I don't have to do anything because uh, Donald Trump's in charge. He rules the world. <laughs> they just people, exactly. nobody, just nobody understands that he rules the entire world. Nobody has to worry about right. anything, you know. Well, what? You've got people out there saying, and I've heard this, I've come across this, and I just have to shake my head. I'm like, what in the heck is, are people thinking? Like, there are people out there who are legitimately think that Russia is going to save the United States. I'm like, no, Russia is going to save Russia. Russia doesn't give a shit about us. Like, I don't, I, I don't think that they want to wipe us out. But I don't think that they give a shit whether we rise or fall. I think they're Russia first. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And that's what we should be is America first. Yeah. Because in the big scheme of things, I don't give a shit about Russia. I don't live in Russia. I'm not a Russian citizen. I care about America because I'm an American. And if I move to some other country, which is, you know, <laughs> I'm not going to lie. It's on my list of things I might consider. <laughs> um, I will take my loyalty if I choose to become a citizen of that country and I will take my loyalty and I will replace it. And I will be loyal to that country. Now, I'm not saying I'm going to do that. I'm not saying that I can do that. I'm just saying that, you know, that's one of the things that you do. You can't expect people to immigrate to America and expect them to integrate into American society and give their allegiance to America if you're also not willing to do the same thing for another country if you choose to immigrate there. Yeah, that makes sense to me. But I'm not Russian, and I don't plan on immigrating to Russia. And so my loyalty doesn't lie with Russia. I don't wish Russia bad. I want Russia to be as successful as any other nation out there. But my loyalty is to America. And I'm not going to fall for the hopium of Russia's going to save the world. Donald Trump is going to save the world. The ones that are going to save the world are the ones that there are the most of, and that's us. Yeah, I think that's the main point is that with this type of rhetoric that, you know, uh, things are completely under control and this is all a movie and uh, Trump's in control, patriots are controlled, don't even worry. Mm -hmm. um, it's not true. We need, we need to worry. We need to be on top of it. We need to vote. We need to get involved with our communities. We need to continue to spread real information so that people could disseminate the real truth and uh, go from there because in let's my opinion, look at the facts. Yeah, exactly. In my opinion, the people that are spewing this hopium are cowards. Cowards, they're maybe. flat out cowards. Or because they're too afraid. They're too afraid to speak the truth. Because I don't think, I honestly don't think that they want to look at the truth. They could just, yeah, be misled. They could just be trying to profit from the hopium. They, it could be a lot of things. Maybe they're cowards and just can't face the truth. Yeah, it could be. Um, I just wanted to bring light that we do see these things. I know you guys see them too. And I think it's our responsibility to not be assholes per se. I mean, I'm sure they probably didn't love my response to their tweet, but something <laughs> needs to be said. This is, let's, this is as ridiculous as the opposite end of things where um, there's delusion as well. So, yeah. um, you know, I say something if somebody's being 
stupid. Yeah. Uh, Let's no offense. not be extremists one way or the other, right? We need to be in the middle of the road. We need to um, we need to be promoting doing things the right way. And sitting back and doing nothing is not the right way to do this. Um, no. Going out and causing chaos and havoc and committing crimes is also not the right way to do this. No. You know, if I disagreed with a liberal Supreme Court justice, I'm not going to go harass that person 24-7. I'm not going to go protest in front of their house. I'm not going to make an ass of myself and be a jerk. No, mm -hmm. there's a right way of doing things. And the Constitution lays that out. And yeah. we need to start standing behind our Constitution. That's the bottom line. Because our right. government is doing it. Yeah. And with this last note on um, the hopium and all this kind of thing, I do believe there is still hope. I yeah, do well, yeah, believe absolutely. things still can turn around and just absolutely astonish us. Oh, yeah. But where's the evidence of that? Where's the proof? It's all very... Um, what's the word I'm looking for? You um, want to know where the proof is at? The proof is in the Netherlands. The proof is in Germany. The proof is in Sri Lanka. Well, That's where the proof is. That's where our hope lies. Is when well, you see people standing up and doing the right thing. No, that's not what I was going to say. <laughs> oh. But I kind of understand your point. I'm trying to say that the proof is more um, speculative based on all the information that we've looked at over the years speculative at best yeah which is why i'm not going to put great weight in saying i'm 100 percent on it yes can things turn around and can things go right and there are things in place maybe yes there are indications that that's the case would i you know put all my money on it and say that it's a 100 percent fact no i can't just because i can't prove it i haven't proven it to myself and i'm not going to pretend like it is proven just right. for um, more followers or more fame or more uh, donations or more these kinds of things, you know, grifting. Right. Anyway, yeah, I'm, I'm not a grifter. And I think a lot of people are aware of this, which is kind of your point of look around us. Yeah. Yeah, you can see the winning, you can see the losing. Um, you know, and that's kind of how battle works. There's no, it's not cut and dry. You're not going to see like, um, one side winning all the time and the other side completely losing. You're going to have wins and you're going to have losses. And it's what you do with those that, you know, until this battle is over, we're not going to know who the winners are. I mean, honestly, we may not, we may not ever know like who won. You know, I don't know that we're ever going to have military tribunals and people are going to be held accountable. I mean, the truth is, is that maybe these people just die off naturally from whatever, and they're never held accountable for anything. And eventually they're just replaced. You know, I don't know. Yeah. I'm not going to count on things that are, I, I can't count on things like that, right? There's it's no speculative. That something it's, is happening. It is 100% speculative. It's possible. highly speculative. It's possible. It could happen, but do I see that happening right now? Nope. Right. Which, you know what? I hope these people are right. Yeah. But 
I can't just blindly trust somebody, anybody. I don't care. My child's is. future is not worth the risk of trusting in something like that. No. That's I have to... Not. I'm going to take control of that, and I'm going to take charge and... Yeah, and... Not leave that up to somebody else. Yeah, and um, that doesn't negatively affect anything. In fact, I think that's a great way to do it because let's say there is this grand plan that's doing its thing. Well, look, what if we create our own grand plan in tandem? We just have two now very great things happening at once. Cool. Perfect. So don't great. worry if there is some grand plan and we're missing it. It's We're not going to hurt it. We're not it's affecting fine. it by anything yeah. we're going to do. Yes. <laughs> There's some grand plan out there, which and, I'm not convinced of. But if there is then doing what we need to do that follows the constitution which is what our forefathers told us we need to do yeah then that's not going to affect that plan if anything it's going to help that plan. i i would like to hear what people think about this uh whether that be on the social red pill or in the comments over here on uh rumble or facebook um yeah. you know maybe i'm missing something just you tell me hey vince well remember this happened or remember this or this or that because there's a lot of things um, and I'm sure we may be aware I of a lot of them. I just have a hard time but... with vague. I have a hard time with the vague, um, with the vagueness of a lot of it. Yeah. You know, like well, that's why I said, watch more. the water. These people aren't going to be able to walk down the streets, or you know, there's yeah. so many of these little catchphrases. Trust the plan. It's all a movie. Um, it's all so vague and so it, it's up for interpretation yeah it's open to interpretation you can look at it a hundred different ways you know and it could mean a hundred different things and this is just one example of this They're, they won't be able to walk down the streets or, in peace sure. or whatever it is said, said and so now we're looking at you know the supreme court justices and the left oh. is saying don't let them have any peace don't give them a moment's peace well does that mean that that was related to that uh, no, it doesn't. But again, it's, op it's one of those things that's open to interpretation. I'm not going to spend a ton of time trying to decode that or looking at deltas or looking at this and seeing if this is relevant and seeing if it matches up to see if, you know, Q is out there predicting that this was going to happen. Like, I don't care. I know that sounds harsh, but, you know. There's no way of really knowing. Just not, a, not enough information anything. for me. Yeah. But uh, curious just to see what happens next. Anyway, that was a tangent I didn't plan on going on. That's okay. But it's, I still think it's a good conversation to have, right? Yeah, you know, it like, is. We need to have some of these tough conversations. And, and you know, that's one of those conversations that um, it really riles a lot of people up. But that's good. Yeah. Because you got to get riled up. You know what? Get mad. Just like that mm -hmm. video Josh played last night. Get yeah, mad. That's a good one. Yeah. Rosemary makes a great point. Make your own plan. Worry about things in your immediate vicinity. Does any of this really affect you? If not, right. focus on the things that do. There's other things you could be doing, preparing. 100%. Um, worry about your family. Worry about yourself, firstly. Right. All this other stuff, I mean, could come later. Exactly. Yeah. That's why you guys haven't seen me in the after chats and stuff, is because I am furiously trying to put my garden together and get all of that figured out. And... I am unfortunately having to relearn gardening 
because I live in a much different environment now and it looks much different than where I was at before. Right. Where I was at yeah. before, it was great. You stuck plants in the ground and things grew and they produced fruits and vegetables and everything was good. And here, it doesn't work like that. It's cold and the soil is crap and the water is crap and everything is crap. <laughs> so yeah. you're like, uh-oh. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I couldn't yeah. imagine. That's got to be a whole other level of difficulty. It is. And it's a whole other level of frustration. So we've been we've been trying to figure all of this out. And I can't tell you how many times we've replanted our stuff because I don't know what I'm doing here in Montana. <laughs> I wow. love it, but I don't know what I'm doing as far as gardening. <laughs> um yeah so donald trump's going back to dc <laughs> um yeah. i guess that's kind of we that veered off but uh i think it was important really stuff. Not, uh, you know a ton more stuff i think a lot most of the other stuff that we have is kind of just stuff that's been going on that we've kind of covered so i don't know that we necessarily need to go over i do want to mention this one biden uh is on his trip right now uh, he's Biden held joint investment talks with Israel, India, and UAE as Washington seeks to counter the global reach of China. We saw that Biden's there. We did cover that. You're right. Um, Sri Lankan president emailed his resignation. Oh, do he actually did email his resignation? Yeah. Because oh, from... he was getting heckled wherever he was going, which was funny. Yeah, I guess he ended up in Singapore and sent yeah. his re resignation. But he was getting heckled there, too. They're like Maldives. He was in Maldives, and they didn't want him. He was getting heckled there. So then he went to Singapore, and then he was getting heckled there. So apparently he must have just decided it was not worth it anymore. Yep. And, of course, you guys, with the health thing, stay healthy. There's one thing I wanted to talk about real quick on here. All right, go for it. Um, it's... There was an article in Natural News that says public schools aren't just grooming your children to become transgenders. They're mm -hmm. also drugging them with mind-altering pharmaceuticals. Yeah. So there is a school in Washington, and apparently Washington this is State. legal in Washington State, yes, where um, this dad gets this phone call. He's like, it's the school, and they're like, hey, your son forgot to pick up his antidepressants at the end of the school year. He's like, what are you talking about? He's like, my kid's not an antidepressant. And they're like, oh, well, yeah, he is. We brought a psychologist in and, you know, the psychologist prescribed him antidepressants and we've been giving them to him. Mm -hmm. He was furious. And so what happened was is there was a law passed that says in Washington, specifically, the Adolescent Behavioral Health Care Access Act allows underaged children to initiate an evaluation and treatment for outpatient and or inpatient mental health services, substance use disorder treatment, or withdrawal management without parental consent. Minors in Washington also have the right to receive services in the least restrictive setting, meaning the pharmaceutical industry has made it as easy as possible for underage children to request and receive drugs without parental knowledge or consent. This is fucked. So, it is super. And there are a lot more states that are following suit with this. And, and so I... you, if you've got your kids in public school, I'm, I'm going to say this 100%, you should be homeschooling. But I understand that people are not, not all people are going to do that or want to do that. And I get it. Know what's going on in your kid's school. Know what your state laws are as regarding, um, you know, care for minors. And 
you know, be involved. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to keep your kid in a public school, be all over them. Be up their ass, looking them, you know, looking at them inside and out. Know what's going on. Know what's yes. being taught. And know what's being told to your children. Talk to your kids. Develop a good relationship with them and discuss these things. Yes. Yeah. And um, because this is really dangerous. It because is. Because you got to remember, there's a lot of these, most of the antidepressants is the number one cause of childhood suicide yes, that's out there. That's what I was going to jump in and start saying. What is the danger of this, really? These antidepressants? Because they recommend them not for people under the age of, like, 25. Not just suicides. Um, mass shooters oftentimes are on these types of drugs. They are. It these things are not good, you guys. Disorders. This is big pharma. This is them trying to make their moves it's disgusting yeah. fuck that um and i can tell you i you know there was a short period of time that i was on antidepressants um sometimes i'm not so saying i look, had well i had postpartum depression some people okay. need them I, let's be real I, and, it and saved people's I, lives I as well it, but it does i was on them i needed to get over that home with the postpartum depression being a new mom and all of this stuff well i discovered something while I was taking them. And that is that if I missed a dose, I ended up with the worst migraine. Like it felt like my head was going to explode. So I ended up staying on those stupid things for way longer than I needed to, because I was like, how am I ever going to get off of these? Like my head is literally going to explode. I'm going to die. I was sitting. I sometimes I would just sit in the bathroom and dry heat for hours because it was so bad. And of course I have migraines to run in my family. And so for me, it just aggravated a bad situation. Nobody ever talked to me about this. Nobody ever told me about this. This wasn't something that anybody cared about. They're like, Oh, just converted persons. And then of course my, it would have to, the more, I, the longer I was on them, the more depressed I got. And then they would increase your dosage and then you would, everything would be fine for a while. And then it I would be even more depressed than I was to begin with. So something that was, you know, I should have literally been on for maybe six weeks. I ended up being on for a number of years until I finally was like, enough, I'm done. I talked to my doctor. I said, get me off of these things. I, I don't need them. And, and that it process, was the first three weeks of my life. There, yeah, that process of getting off of this, depending on your personal situation, can be lengthy challenging and it can be something you have to try multiple times and the risk associated with that is like you're saying it's just um and here's the funny thing is i haven't been on those for going on four to five years now mm -hmm. i have never felt better in my life like really as soon as i got off of those and it was out of my system and i was done with the brain fog and all of this stuff that's associated with this um I have never felt better. I rarely have migraines anymore. Like I, I, I know what my triggers are for migraines. Wine is one of them, so I stay away from it. Um, so as long as I stay away from my triggers, I rarely get migraines. Like maybe one or two a year, where I was getting them multiple times a month. Hmm. And so, um, so it, it's really a terrible thing. So this yeah, is schools. this is one thing that 
if they're giving your kids any kind of psychological drugs for antidepressants, antidepressants are the absolute worst. If your children are on antidepressants, get them off of them. Or talk to the doctor and figure out the plan to do so in yeah. a good way. Talk to your doctor. Stopping these things can cause things like suicidal thoughts yes, and can. all this kind of stuff. So it is something that needs to be taken very seriously and you need to work with good, yeah. trustworthy professionals Yes. And, yeah, wow. definitely do it under the care of a doctor, but find a doctor that is willing to help you do Find that. a doctor who's awake, for fuck's sake. And I know that's hard in somewhere like <laughs> Washington really State. Hard. But, Jesus. If you need, yeah. You guys, yeah. be careful with the health stuff. This is disgusting. Yeah, it's like... Especially when it comes to your kids. Because guess what's going to happen next? This Somebody's father is going to get a phone call and say, they're going to be like, oh, um... Your... your child didn't show up for their appointment today, and your da- dad's going to be like, what appointment? Well, they're having top surgery today. They oh, didn't show up. Yeah, exactly. They they missed their abortions, abortion uh, appointment, and they'll be like, what? My son can't have an abortion. They're like, oh, yeah, we gave him a vagina two years ago. <laughs> God. I don't know. Sorry. Except he still wouldn't be able to actually get pregnant because he doesn't wouldn't have a uterus. It's a stupid joke. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm just giving you a hard time because I. Can't. I'm all right. I did. I just thought of. It's just. It's a work in progress. <laughs> it's a work in progress. I love you, Vince. I gotta pick on you. Oh. Don't worry, I do it to Tom too. Um, <laughs> He's I, like, you know what I meant, and I was like, yes, I do, but I'm still gonna. Like, pick I, on I you. found a flaw in your bit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I hoping you become it. a better comedian. No, I appreciate you, Andrea. Uh, <laughs> I can't wait for tomorrow, you guys. Tomorrow morning, eight thirty a.m. Pacific, eleven uh, thirty a.m. Eastern. Another episode of Morning Coffee. We're going to laugh at this stuff. We're going to have a conversation and look at the memes and uh, start unwinding towards our weekend, which it's not really unwinding for us. We have so much shit we have to do in our personal lives, as well as uh, we've got multiple shows for you guys as well. Exactly. And I'm hoping tomorrow, I'm hoping not to have to really go over too much of the news because there's something that uh, there's a conversation I want to have with Vince. If the article that I'm waiting for comes out. So maybe. Oh yeah, we're expecting it may it may be it may look a little bit different. But we're still gonna do the funny stuff because I mean come on, it's Friday. We gotta do the funny stuff. <laughs> I'm not leaving that out. We're covering the news yeah. via memes. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, which is a beautiful so, thing. So if it looks a little bit different tomorrow, just know that this was intentional. Um but it all hinges on whether the article that I'm waiting Floor comes out or not. So. Yeah, we're just <laughs> trusting. We're trusting the plan, and by the plan we mean our damn plan that right? <laughs> we could actually see and trust. I hope yes. there's a bigger plan at play here, and I can't wait for the everything to unfold. But but I will warn you, it could, it's going to be highly controversial tomorrow. It's going to be a fun time. Really, more controversial than my badly thought out joke. <laughs> Right, because yeah. having a vagina doesn't equate having a uterus. But hey, you know it's all right. Um, <laughs> no, I think it'll be it, it's one of those difficult conversations to have. Like I started, I actually what? kind of had this conversation with Tom last night, and him and I disagree on it. So for whatever that's worth, I still love him, but he's wrong. <laughs> you know, we'll just put that out there. <laughs> I can't wait to hear about it. Wow. Yeah. I I, I wonder I mean, where we. I, I like. I'd like to see where we stand on the issue. Um, and I think the Red Bull family will enjoy it. So can't wait. 
Sure. Uh, what do we got? What do we got? We got Fringe tomorrow, or we got the Daily Dose tonight with Josh and myself. Uh, Fringe tomorrow, Conversations After Dark, Makes You Think with Jim Bob on Saturday, and then, oh my gosh, Onward. Crazy. Godspeed. Crazy times. Yep. Uh, so you guys remember, um... We're going to encounter shitty people. Yeah. So. We are meant to cooperate. Oh, wow. Yeah. So. Absolutely. Um, thank you, everybody, for joining us. Thank you, Andrea, for helping me get through this. My partner in truth, you rock. Um, thank you, everybody, who helps support the Red Pill Project. If you want to donate to us directly, you could do that. Um if you visit redpills.tv slash go, that's our Give, Send, Go campaign, you could donate a dollar, you could donate $17, you could donate five bucks, uh, whatever you'd like. This helps us keep our lights on and continue the uh, continue our journey here. And we greatly appreciate that. So if you're interested, redpills.tv slash go, just a one-time donation. If you want to join our private social network, you can. We want you to. We'd love to see you there www.socialredpill.com free to join you could also get a monthly recurring subscription there um, there's also free trials if you want to sign up for a free trial I think it's a free two week trial or free one week I'm not sure you could sign up though at socialredpill.com we'd love to see you there or create a free account There you get 99% of the stuff on the free account uh, you can share information, you can comment, you can post you can do everything for free uh, the subscriptions offer benefits like getting into the Zoom meetings for the After Dark chats and uh, conversations on the Fringe and stuff like that. So yeah, Josh has a crypto uh, mastermind as crypto well. Mastermind. If you want to get involved in that, that uh, you have to get a subscription for that one as well. But good stuff, you guys. All kinds of good stuff there for you all. But you um, can definitely go on there and chat with everybody and share information and read other people's information all for free. Yeah, we go through a lot of that stuff i can't say i go through all of it because there's hundreds of posts a day but uh, i do browse through a lot of it and uh you guys rock we love our red pill family thank you guys for helping us uh find our way in this crazy world as well us talking on this show is just one part of it because in the background we are having conversations with all of you as well talking to Josh, talking amongst each other, talking to our friends and family, and trying to discern what the hell is really going on Yeah, from it's a reasonable standpoint. Yeah, it's not. Yeah. So thank you all for participating in this grand illusion with us here in Wonderland. Um, we, hopefully we see some positive results at the end of the day. I'm hoping. But just in case, I'm doing my best to shape it in that direction in my own personal reality. I'm not relying on anybody else, so please join me in that in making our best futures, best realities and trusting your own plan because it's more tangible than anything else out there. And you can't be deceived that way. It's uh, less risk there in my opinion. Thank you. Um, life. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Live your true, live your truest life. That's my advice. Hmm. Yeah. Don't be a butthole either. Kevin, <laughs> <laughs> finally laid down you know i've been waking up a little bit later than i should and usually i play with him in the morning and he'll lay down but i've been struggling 
So he's been just he wants the to mystery play. sending you a text at like you know eleven thirty and be like it's time for bed then eleven thirty oh my gosh which will be ten thirty your time I try man I try <laughs> I just uh, go to bed I'll get off I'll get off here yeah I don't you know it's hard it's so hard yeah it I'm, is. I'm reading I end up reading I read and read and read and uh, I just get distracted and then my mind goes and I stay up stay up Way all night. But we're okay. We're doing all right. Everybody, everybody, have a great one. We will be back tonight, tomorrow morning. Like I said, get ready. We're going for it. Um, thank you all for your support. We appreciate it. God bless. Take care, and thank you, Andrea. Thanks, Vince. Bye, guys.